0: fantastic episode of Cisco Champions Radio. This is Season 3, Episode 28. We're having an open forum today on being a Cisco champion, what it means, is it useful, is it fun, all that good stuff. I'm Lauren Friedman. We have Kim in the room. Hey, Kim. Hey, Lauren. Kim Austin, the awesomeness. And um, we've got a bunch of folks on the call. Maybe if you guys want um, maybe just kind of to start out We'll have people kind of uh, go through and introduce yourself. Who are you? What do you do? And why did you become a Cisco Chan? Or you know, why did you sign up or apply in the first place?
1: I'm How about that? because oh. I'm annoying. Cool. The timing of this happens to be coincidentally on the same day that nominations open for the 2017 program. Oh yeah. So. We want to share that information as well. And if you're interested in the program, keep listening to hear these wonderful existing Cisco champions tell you why they're here.
0: There's that as well. All right. Uh, Sorry about that. So, uh, Bill, you are first alphabetically by first name. Would you like to say who are you, what do you do, and why did you first join the champions?
2: Yes. um, I'm Bill Carter uh, on the Twitterverse CIE 5022. I've been on uh, Cisco Champions I think from the first year. Um, It's been a lot of fun. It's have have been able to connect to a lot of people socially around this area. Um, Had fun meeting up with these people at uh, Cisco Live. Um, Been had a lot of presentations, a lot of good information. We've seen some from some product marketing experts at Cisco. Uh, It's been very informative, uh, very valuable. Cool.
0: All right. Um, Dennis, you're next alphabetically. Uh, Who are you, what do you do, and what appealed to you about joining the Champion program in the first place?
3: Um, All righty. I'm Dennis Heim. I work for a large uh, VAR. Um, It's not that hard to figure out which one. I focus on the collaboration space. Um, I really just kind of started using Twitter to interact with some Cisco folks and some other friends in the industry. And uh, then somebody along the way said, hey, you should apply for the Cisco Champions program. I think it was Kim about two years ago when I went to my first Cisco Live. And um, lo and behold, um, I now tweet occasionally, ironic. Sarcasm, I think him am snickering
0: pl- pleasantly in the corner. Occasionally, each I, minute. Yes, in awesomeness. Sorry, go on. Apologies.
3: Um, yeah, so I, I tweet occasionally about anything, collaboration or any uh, geeky stuff that I'm working on, and um, the Champions Program gives me a, uh, a larger base to um, have conversations and meet new people, especially at Cisco Live, um, so... It definitely expanded my social world, and uh, it's been great. So that's what I got.
0: Awesome. Eric Perkzilla. I just love your Twitter handle. Um, who are you? What do you do? Why champions?
4: Uh, my name is Eric Perkins. I also work for a VAR, and i a managed service provider. Uh, so as a solutions architect, I've been a champion, I think, since the beginning, or very, very close to the beginning. Um, and champions is really all about getting out what you put into it the more you get put into it the more you'll get out you can have a lot of fun when you see meetups when you see uh, opportunities to interact with each other if you choose to do so you get a lot out of it Um, most everybody in the champion program is an expert in their field so they ask a lot of really good questions they give a lot of really good answers so it becomes another channel of being able to expand your knowledge and um it's also a great network of peers, so that you can uh, leverage in the future when you get fired from your current job.
1: Uh, okay, are you planning on? Because
4: um... <laughs> all of us don't necessarily walk the line, right?
1: Oh no, we're all very, very, very <laughs> careful line walkers here in
0: Cisco Championland. <laughs> oh gosh. All right. Uh, Jody, uh, you are on mute, but maybe if you're up for it, who are you? What do you do? Why champion program? Huzzah.
5: Okay. Well, I've been there right from the beginning. Um, I I didn't even apply, actually. I think it was Rachel Bucker called me and said, hey, how would you like to get involved? And I went, what is it? She gave me the spiel and the rundown and I said that sounds awesome because I like having the channel into Cisco for further information and dialogue with what I do. I'm an independent uh, network consultant in the Niagara region of Canada and uh, CCIE 41436 and I, I just like the socialization, I like the inside track with Cisco, I like the dialogue. Um, it, it's worthwhile every minute. Cool.
0: Tim, you're also on mute, but if you are up for sharing, who are you, what do you do? Uh, inter- why would? Why did you initially have interest in the Champions program?
6: Sure, my name's Tim Miller. I Twitter at Broadcast Storm, and I have a blog, broadcaststorm.tumblr.com. Um, this is my first year in the program, um, and I primarily uh, joined it for two different reasons. Uh, one is to network with my fellow peers. I, you know, I definitely wanted to become more involved with conversations with, uh, as Jody mentioned, smart guys out there and smart ladies out there um, to to just get better exposure to beyond what my past experience has been. Um, find out what other people's pain points are. Have somebody to call if I have something I'm, I get stuck on. So just that old-fashioned networking aspect to it. And the second reason uh you know, I'm really excited, honestly, uh, about uh, you know Cisco data center products. I, I really like a lot of what they've done. I love a UCS platform, like you wouldn't believe, uh, in a very nice professional way, of course. Um, if you know people
0: who love it the, in an unprofessional way, tell me that privately later, because I find that weirdly <laughs> hilarious. Yes, <laughs> fascinating. <laughs> All right, sorry, go on.
6: Yeah, so, uh, so yeah, I. I Wanted to be able to be plugged into, you know, in the information flow both ways. Uh, new new things going on on the data center side from Cisco, and be able to provide feedback uh, whenever I was given an opportunity. So those are the two big reasons I wanted to hop into the Champions program, and fortunately, I made it in.
0: Awesome and welcome, fellow UCS lover, uh, in the most professional sense. I'm in. It. Okay, anyway. Um would uh, uh, if I could. <laughs> That would involve physical violence since we're sitting in the room together and that would get awkward. So, uh, Bill Burnham, you joined a few seconds after we had started the alphabetical, who are you? What do you do? Why did you join? If you're up for it, want to share with us your insights?
7: Sure. sure. My name is uh, Bill Burnham. I'm a network engineer for an end customer. So I joined Cisco Champions back a few years ago. Actually, I think I was the same as Jody. Rachel Bacher had uh, contacted me about it. I guess you saw me online uh, in Twitter, more than likely chatting back and forth with some other engineers. And for me, it's been really, really good for talking with other engineers, bouncing ideas off them when I've run into problems and as I've had other projects that have come up here internally, it's been really good for getting information to help me make some good decisions here for my company that I might not... uh, have information I might not normally have access to right away. And from a social aspect, it's been great every year at Cisco Live to meet new people and put faces with the names.
1: Cool. So here's another question for you. Because we are just opening that 2017 applications, nominations, why would you advise somebody to get involved?
7: Uh, From my standpoint, I would say, It's a great way to learn more about networking in general, get to know other network engineers, just really expand your social contacts. And uh, like somebody else was saying, sort of uh, prepare yourself in case you need to uh, update the resume later on and you wanna look around. So like,
0: so your thoughts are join the program because it helps with job security. Not
4: job security, security. job uh, migration. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Ongoing employment. Or and I would say, as we say in I'm,
1: marketing, you're building your professional brand. Uh,
7: yes, that sounds much more politically correct.
1: It sounds better than getting fired and getting another job.
7: <laughs> yes, <laughs> but definitely from a, uh, from a job standpoint it helps as far as you definitely hear about things you, at least from my perspective since I'm an interviews or not involved, I get to hear about things that I normally wouldn't be exposed to on an everyday basis and Brings in new ideas here that I can present to my management or projects that we might look at later on. Does
3: it, it also help you makes build us all.
1: within your organization
7: or with your peers. Definitely.
4: And I, I think they, my company really, really got a sense of how important the Champions program is at the last Cisco Live when I was able to participate in things that they didn't have access to or get information that they didn't weren't able to uh, get a hold of because I was in the champions program. And furthermore, when you work when you meet regularly with a group of people like that are like those that are in the champions program and you hear the questions they ask, you hear the comments they give, you're able to put that into your own toolkit and able to, you know, kind of put that in your own memory branch so that you're able to think about those questions when you move forward with your own project. So, you know, when you hear a collaboration guy ask a question about routing and switching or data center or something like that, it gives you a different perspective and one that you're able to use as you uh, move forward in your career.
0: So going off of that, and a few peop- people were saying earlier that it's really great how a lot of people in the CHANCE program are kind of experts in their field But one thing I've kind of noticed and really enjoyed is that people in the program are really interested in learning not just what their core technology, you know, more about that, but they'll often attend, you know, podcasts or other briefing sessions related to something outside of their technology. Um, Have you guys found that, I mean, is that something that you would say was useful or have, have you had that experience? Um, so I'll go.
3: This is Dennis here. Uh, I definitely think it's that's one of the most, most valuable things of the podcast and other things that we do is you do get plugged into information that is not in your primary technical area, which for me is collaboration. So anything around data center is new, exciting, and interesting, and it's cool to get exposed to it because you can kind of see what they're doing and then figure out how that's going to impact what you do in your primary area, you know, three, six months down the road.
5: That actually brings up an example that where Dennis and I were actually at Cisco Live and Lauren dragged us in for an Engineers Unplugged where we've got the collab guy and the enterprise routing switching guy sitting down for 20 minutes trying to figure out just what we were going to talk about. We eventually figured out something, but it was a challenge getting us outside of our our respective shells.
4: The networking guy said, you'd be
0: nothing without me. And then the collab guy said, "Well, yeah, but you couldn't hear anything without me." You couldn't be having this conversation without exactly. me. Exactly. That's much better. Good job. <laughs> Good job, collab lady.
1: I'm getting old. I
5: wouldn't hear anything with his help or not.
0: So,
1: one of the things that we um, use to communicate, and this isn't a marketing play, but um, is Spark. And there's a lot of activity in the in the Spark room. Sometimes um, just fun stuff, but also. There's a lot of uh, interaction of people helping each other solve their problems.
0: Yeah, that's I love seeing that. Yeah. It's so cool. Um
1: like somebody's having a wireless problem and somebody else says, "Oh yeah. Um are you guys do you guys feel like that's a benefit of the program that you wouldn't get elsewhere?"
2: Yeah, I definitely do. I I like the the, the back and forth that we get within the within Spark and the communication, you know, just sharing stuff and asking questions and turn turn each other on to different things. It's been nice to to get to use Spark and get to know it, with you know, doing what we're doing, and have the exposure to it.
1: I won't complain about that.
2: Cause...
0: <laughs> yes, and as someone who's not into marketing for for Spark, I actually have learned to really love it because I love <laughs> like checking in every day and seeing what people are up to, and it's like more of a converse, even more of a conversation than on Twitter because it's like a super small group and everyone's like chit chat chit chat. Have you guys had any challenges from being a champion? Either because we're making you be on a call every week, and we're evil like that, or things that were that, or things that you want to see different for for the next year. What would you keep? What would you change?
1: That's easier.
2: Yeah, I like the the briefings that we get. The uh, you know, obviously the the briefings of of. What's going to be announced soon? Um, I like having the uh, uh, the product marketing teams come on and, and just give us, you know, in-depth presentations on different areas, on different products. Um, sometimes it's nice, you know, because they're they're used to giving their standard presentation on a product, and we can stop them and and just get into questions. And what do we want to know about it? Mm-hmm. And it's nice to be able to have that conversation with them. I will yeah, say too, definitely keep
6: the. I would definitely keep the the weekly sessions, uh, and I provide this feedback to Brandon. But being able to give us a little bit of a heads up of what exactly are they going to, you know, dive into, because you know a lot of times the the conversation will be, hey, we're going to talk about Cube this week. Well, is it because there's a new version coming out, or is it because somebody just likes saying the word cube? We, you know, we don't really have an idea of what's coming, and so, you know, um, I'm the data center guy that doesn't know anything about collaboration, so I'm kind of the on the polar opposite end of the spectrum from Dennis. You know, I'd like to, you know, at least target looking up to, you know, Cube and figuring out, oh, hey, that's what this is about. Maybe I can, you know, ask some questions around this and, and find out more because it's outside of my wheelhouse.
0: Are you saying we were too square when telling you about Cube?
6: Oh, you were sitting there waiting. To, oh, you were, trust
1: me. She's been twitching. So I,
6: I admire your self-control of waiting until I was done. That was that was they very, were very good. So I did
5: expect more than a two-dimensional comment from Lauren. <laughs> 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 are,
2: are we triangulating on uh, Lauren here? <laughs> triangulating our deck. Go. No more Geek than every me. other day. Geek oh. burn.
4: Nailed it. Boom.
6: Sometimes
1: it's better when we you know. just have
6: a flat conversation.
0: Oh.
6: I would keep the good times and and, and good natured aspect of the program, too, just on that note.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So you don't want us to suddenly become really mean and say rude things. I mean, wait, wait, (laughs) Uh, um,
1: you don't want us to become very, very technical and
6: dry and. No formal agendas Not
4: that's even okay. it tech you know, even in this form, technical and dry has its place. What we don't want to do is have corporate take over and you know have to sanitize everything for the sake of the brand.
1: Yeah. Lauren and I would have been fired long ago if we did. So well, that's that's kind of my
4: point. You know, if we replace <laughs> you two with a couple of puppets, that would be a very bad thing.
0: Thanks for not getting us fired, guys. All right. Um anyone else who has cool ideas? I think, I think what was that about Roadmap, Lauren? What? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing about Roadmap. I see Kim doing hand puppets, bizarrely.
1: He said he didn't want us to be replaced with puppets.
0: Oh, got
1: it. I take off my socks, but I've been wearing them.
2: Ew. I would say something I really enjoyed and, you know, benefit for anybody out there who's thinking of applying to the program is what we were able to do and what you guys put together for us at Cisco Live. Um, we had a, you know, good you know, obviously the social times and meeting up, but but we had some uh, nice behind-the-scenes, I guess, introduction and, and tour of the Cisco DNA stuff, met with the the Enterprise group, going over some things, uh, had great seating for, for all the keynotes and everything. Uh, so you guys put together a nice package for us, too. And I know you guys do similar things for the Cisco lives and, that are around the world.
0: We try.
4: Box seats for Maroon 5, come on.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah,
0: I I realized during that concert that Maroon 5 actually makes the majority of the songs that are kind of earworms for me, that I don't want to have as earworms. And I really should not insult someone who was kind enough to perform for us. Anywho, are there things that actually, uh, beyond uh, saying a little bit in more detail what we might be talking about in an episode of Cisco Champions Radio? Uh, what other things could we do to improve the program? <coughs> uh, that was the end of my question. I just didn't do it very well. <laughs> are, or are there things you're seeing from other programs or anything on your wish list for something we could do maybe even on, uh, on a monthly or weekly basis, like not just at conferences?
4: That's going to be tough oh, yeah. due to the, like, international nature of it, isn't it?
0: Yes.
4: I would like. It would like to. I mean, I would like to see a Cisco Champions get to the point where you have, you know, like regional champions groups. I think it needs to be a significant. I mean, you're going to have some give and take there because if you grow to that level, you're going to have to turn around and limit some of the interaction from the global scale. So I don't know how that's going to work.
0: Well, we actually yeah. do have. I mean, we do have a decent portion of folks who are international and we are working for 2017 to get even more. But if you have friends or other people who you think would be a good champ outside of, or in the US actually, anyone, uh, let them know about the applications and tell them it won't be painful, too painful. But point agreed upon, I guess.
5: now, this has the potential of treading a little bit too close to the dreaded R-word, but <laughs> um, the, the the one that requires you to hold up a big Rand McNally atlas of the United States kind of thing. Um, in any case, uh, having something like a meet the engineer thing would be pretty cool. Uh, if we have a direct line into Cisco's engineering team for some of the stuff that we want to know, um, and maybe with the condition that we write up something or present something on what we found out. Now, admittedly, you know, some of that treads close to NDA territory, but as long as we're well aware of it, we can agree to shut up about what we hear. So um,
0: different than an external facing podcast?
5: Well, something a little different. It would be more like individual concerns that we might have. Like it might not be something that requires a whole Cisco champion radio thing, but something where we can get a line in. And then maybe we'll write up something saying, you know, I was concerned about this. Mm. But upon talking to Cisco's engineers, I've realized that they're planning on addressing this. Blog fuel.
0: Dude, if you guys want to do that, start sending me and Kim and Brian emails of like, hey, I'd really like to write a blog on X, Y, or Z. And I have a bunch of questions. And we'll go to bat.
4: So let me take it a step further then. And... How about we task you and Kim with offering up the champions as a focus group where the business units could, if they want to run something by a group without, you know, since we already got the NDAs in place and everything else, if they want to run some stuff by some experts in the field, we offer the champions group up as a platform for them to be able to do that.
5: Absolutely. Have it work both ways.
0: So you're saying you wish to be used.
5: Well, yeah.
4: <laughs> Wait, <that's,
0: laughs> I was not trying to be inappropriate there. So <laughs> was, yes. No,
4: but, but see, the, if anybody else, if time. anybody else had asked that question, I would have said yes without hesitation. But I don't want to give you that kind of opening line.
0: Okay, wise move, sir. Because
4: you like moves. you like to snatch people up and put them in front of cameras.
0: That's because that's very fair, very fair.
2: And along that, you know, access to you know some beta software opportunities you know if you know even new product new versions of existing products coming out i know sometimes there's beta trials you know i we have a diverse group who i think use a variety yeah
4: of even products. well I mean, especially with Cisco's renewed focus on software and on UI and things like that having a focus group that is knowledgeable across all things Cisco it would be a good platform for them to be able to test the UI and make sure the Apple I mean Cisco engineers are uh, building good product.
0: Was that a joking Freudian slip or an intentional Freudian slip or trust the I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> I won't know how to respond to that then.
3: A smile and not and that nod will do perfect.
0: All right, we can do that. So, do
1: you guys have questions for each other, or for us?
4: Jody, what is that shirt you're wearing?
5: Uh,
1: it's it's
5: just a blue dunning sweater.
4: What's is is that a posy on it, or what is that supposed to be?
5: A poppy.
4: Poppy. Sorry,
5: uh, I meant so poppy. I- it's it's one of those things that is often seen in Commonwealth countries in the weeks coming up to November 11th, which is our Remembrance Day. Right. So right. it's uh, basically a memory of those who have fallen in battle.
4: At this angle, it looks like a set of lips. That's how I was asking.
6: Yeah.
0: Angle. <laughs>
5: this is what I get for doing my Cisco Champion stuff in from my recliner.
1: Instead of your car.
5: Well, <laughs> less noisy.
0: So if you were giving advice to someone who didn't know what that champions program was, but you're like, dude, you totally, or do that, you totally need to do this. What, I mean, would you say to them, go do it, it's fun, or go do it? It's or Maroon like, five box seats. <laughs> I can't do that every year, actually, but uh." Or, you know, the, I
5: don't know. I'm trying to think of a good thing. To... I don't know. You've set a standard now. <laughs>
3: about.
5: Um, yeah, I think what we're looking at here is it's a twofold thing. It's, it's the social aspect where you've got a lot of people who are passionate about technology, um, specifically as Cisco relates to it, uh, and also like that as i was saying earlier that line into cisco to know that hey they they're interested in us and what we have to say as well so if you want a voice you want to be heard and you want that line in hey this is the place to be
4: and more to the point the cisco champions gives you access to people in the industry whether they're champions or not where you wouldn't normally have casual you know open access to and i'll use like denise and brian McGann as two of, perfect examples of that. We have pretty much open access to those guys because of the Champions program when we go to Cisco Live or when we meet up with these kind of people because of the Champions program and being able to meet them in an informal setting and have a couple of beers with them and you know have you know Denise kick us around quite a few times is that's a plus. Denise
5: doesn't t- kick us around, she tackle hugs. That's
4: oh, 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 that my <laughs>
1: Well, now that you've taken the conversation sideways.
4: That's um, what I do.
0: (laughs) Now it's imaginary. Instead of real, it's been rotated 90 degrees. Yeah. Um, So if I
1: was to summarize for somebody who is trying to figure out whether they should apply or not, or whether they're, you know, one of the qualifications is that you're, Already involved in in social media and to some community. to Community, community. I always focus on that. Yeah, not you so have much.
0: don't to be a social person. I don't care about that, honestly. Yeah, I um, like like there's like community being that you engage with, and while as you're learning, you're sharing what you learn. Right. Versus social is like, let me share this pretty picture. Right. That
1: makes sense. Yeah. So you're involved in it. You want to be in an engaging part of a of a community of a technical community that. You know, we're not looking for people who carry around cheerleading uniforms and pom-poms to say that Cisco's great all the time because we appreciate that real feedback that we get from you guys. Um, And so, you know, people who are interested, if they've got some technology, street cred, they're involved in their organizations, they're involved in the technical community, and they want to be more involved and take advantage of this, you know, we encourage those people to, to apply um, the, those, are, you know, we look at people's engagement, we look at what their technical credibility is, um, and we also, you know, there's a question on that questionnaire or that nomination form of why do you want to be a champion, and that's one of the things we look at seriously because we want to make sure that we're creating a community of people um, that, you know, it's a diverse community, but a community that wants to be part of a program, not just get a cool sticker for their laptop, even though the stickers are cool. Um, But just, you know, some of the- The
3: capes are cool too.
1: (laughs) And the capes are cool. But that, see, that's not a Cisco Champion cape, so I can't, we can't take credit for that. We can keep, we can take credit for helping you build that part of your your personal brand. Um, But, you know, revisiting what some of the points you guys brought out, you know, being part of a community that's both social and professional. Um, and that, I think, creates a dynamic that really allows people to, to get more out of it than if it was just a purely technical conversation and there wasn't some of the fun goofiness about it. Um, and then having access to people at Cisco and information from Cisco that you wouldn't normally get elsewhere. And uh, occasional premier seating at events that uh, Lauren gets all the credit for wrangling that um, and Brandon, I get no credit because I do none of that. I just show up. Um, but being part of it, so we really appreciate all of the, that you give back to us, not from a hey, you guys tweet and mention Cisco or you write blogs and mention Cisco, but you provide a lot of information to us and to your peers through this program. And uh, so we really appreciate that and hope that um, you'll continue being part of our group and that you'll encourage others to join as well so we can just spread the fun and reach more people.
5: Well, I got to say, if if it were all about pom-poms and cheerleading, I, I wouldn't be here. Um, I, when Cisco does things right, I'll be the first person to say Cisco's done something right. But if something's missing, I'll be the first person to say something's missing, too. And I like to think that that is exactly what Cisco wants. Absolutely.
0: I don't want someone who's like, we hate you all, but I actually genuinely, like, love people who are comfortable being, giving, you know, constructive feedback, or even saying, hey, this kind of sucked, but, you
1: know. It's all about authenticity. Yes, be
6: your authentic
0: self. Yes. Um, Any last thoughts before we wrap up, to for a delightful afternoon of doing work? I guess.
6: Well, I do have one question for the existing champion committee uh, community, and that is, do we have to reapply for 2017?
0: Yes, you do. Yes, it should auto populate in theory, based on like the form should off, op- but like. You know, so you put your name in and then all the other stuff, but it would be good to, so that way we can ensure that, you know, your email's the correct one, you're still who you say you are, all that other delicious stuff. And, so please do. And because We love you.
1: Yeah, and you guys are an example of the, you know, some of our more involved people, but there are folks who um, joined the, you know, we added to the program last year who won't be invited back next year, um, or maybe they won't apply. but. They won't come back next year because they didn't participate. They weren't part of that community because that community and that engagement is really the most important thing, uh, I think, to you and to us. So if there are people who are doing it just to get that cool sticker, um, they they won't get one next year.
0: Down with sticker traders!
1: Yeah, we're we're, we're not a um, we're not just a line on a resume or a, a trophy. You know, we want a, it to be a, a community. I am keep going back to that word. Seems to be the word of the day.
0: Other final thoughts bursting forth from folks? Awesome. And now after about 10 seconds or two of awkward silence.
4: It would be Cisco Champions Radio without a couple seconds of awkward silence. I
0: love the awkward silence. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to thank you all for joining. I learned some cool stuff, and I have a few action items now. La la. And I will see most of you, hopefully, on the next episode of Cisco Champions Radio. Woohoo! hoo Talk to you soon.